I'm Pastor Tim, and welcome to The Two Greatest. This is episode 1,432. What's going to happen to the American church? That's a great question, isn't it? You would have had to have your head in the sand or been living on another planet in the last few years to not understand that the dynamics of the church in America have greatly changed. And so, where are we going in America with the church? Well, no one knows for sure, but I want to explore that with you today. This podcast is called The Two Greatest After the Two Greatest Commandments, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. Remember, Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, so the church isn't going anywhere, in the sense that it's not going to disappear. It may look differently as the generations roll on, and in fact, it looks differently today than it did in the first century, second century, and so forth. That's part of what it means to be enculturated. But there have been some big differences as people in America leave the church, become disenfranchised with the church, deconstruct their faith, and all of that kind of talk. So what's going to happen to the American church? Well, Dr. J.R. Briggs, who's an acquaintance of mine, and he leads Cairo's partnership, and he wrote an article that appears in Church Growth Magazine called The Church in North America is Changing, Are You Ready? And in that article, he lists 13 trends to watch for. And uh, they're based on sociological, ecclesiological, and missiological. Um, so those are big words that just mean sociological, what does it mean for how we interact with other people? Ecclesiological, what does it mean for the church and localized churches? And missiological, how do we join God in his mission in the world? So he lists 13 trends, and I just want to name them for you and then see what you think about it. So first, he says people, and thus churches, will become more and more digital, while at the same time, there will be an increased desire for a more analog reality. We're all trying to figure out what to do with technology. Secondly, he says graciously navigating people's shame will be an ever-increasingly important evangelistic inroad into people's lives. The point here is that people are people, and we all have to deal with our sin and our shame and our guilt and find forgiveness. That won't change. Third, rented shared church spaces will be much more commonplace. People will establish partnerships and share spaces together. Then there will be a growing longing and desire to return to the roots of our childhood. The more complex things get, the more we want what we once had. We want superheroes. We want to find ways to connect to people that mean something. And then a return to and an increased desire for a robust, thoughtful, and faithful holiness. We don't want legalism, but we do want holiness. And then he says a greater emphasis, if not a necessity, on holistic and integrated practice-based faith for Christianity to be taken seriously in the future. In other words, not just talk about our faith, but see our faith lived out. He says the church will become more polarized in their size. So mega churches will become bigger, and they'll also be smaller house churches that will grow. Pastors around 40 years of age and younger will not retire from full-time ministry. He thinks that bivocational and co-vocational ministry will continue to grow. In a world of increasing immediacy, unrootedness, and fluidity, there will be a desire for a long-standing tradition and liturgy within churches. People want to know they're a part of something much older and much greater than they are. He says networks of spiritual mentoring and apprenticeships will increase. 
And I think that just points to the fact that we need relationships. Three more. Leaders on the fringes of denominations will join together in a stronger and thicker partnership and relationships. So all of the denominational uh, barriers will start to come down some. New forms of churches will continue to emerge, he says. And also, this is a Daniel moment. In other words, as the church seeks to be faithful in an ever-increasing hostile world, the church is always going to be playing the away game. Here's the great question. Do you have hope or fear for the church of the future? Let's pray. God, the church is people, your people. It's not buildings, it's not institutions, it's not plans and programs. It's people. And that's never going to change. Help us, Lord, to be faithful in the generation you put us in for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for episode 1,333. And in the meantime, it's dangerous trying to be a prophet. And J.R. Briggs is certainly doing the best he can to try to talk to leaders and look at trends and see what the future will hold. But know this, whatever happens, God's got us. What do you think is going to happen to the church in America?